It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. I guess if it's time, I should turn on the uh, mic and uh, start uh, talking, right? That would uh, be helpful. Yeah, that uh, usually does get the show rolling. The Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast for a uh, Friday. Um, I'm, A, excited that it's the uh, end of the week. But, like, this week happened, and it's a blur. Yes, and it's been a very successful week, week, both on the microphone and off of it. So you say. I mean, I think you would agree with that. Sometimes. Anyways, um, before we get started, because I will forget later if I wait till later, I was doing hockey last night. Um, big kudos to Cooper Dove. Uh, he helped me out. Uh, I needed a roster. I was doing one game, and I needed a roster for the next game. And he went down, and he found me a roster, uh, and that uh, kind of helped me out because there wouldn't have been time between games for me to go hunt one down. No, we got a pair of hockey games in. That was uh, our first doubleheader of the year. Um, fun there. We had a couple very interesting boys basketball games and a surprising girls one, too. Yeah. We'll talk about all that and, um, and more. Yeah. Because we've got good stuff. Also, word of advice to everyone, it never move ever. It never moved ever? No, never move like different houses oh, because, oh, yeah. because the amount of furniture and the trigonometry required to get couches around corners is too hard. It, it was just adorable uh, the other day. We were out working, but Brady had to stop at Lowe's and get curtain rods. That did happen. <laughs> and you want to know what the biggest... Uh, it was great. The biggest gut punch was the rods I got were like three inches too short. Really? Yeah. I thought that they adjusted. They did extend. They extended. And it still wasn't I didn't realize how wide the windows are. That's why you got to measure stuff. Well, yeah, I know. I'm figuring that out now. So now I'm going to have to like put those in like the bathroom or something. Okay. And also the screws I had to take out for the old curtain rods must have been in there since World War II. Probably. Because they were like embedded in there and... They were they they screwed it so tight they imprinted in the wall and I was like, good lord! Like the one stripped so much I had to get pliers and <laughs> grab the outside and just twist it because that's the only way I could get it off. But anyway, <laughs> homeowner stories we're gonna hear a lot of them from from Brady now. This is gonna be fun. We'll be back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 7520. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with Dennis and uh, Brady, and let's just get right uh, into it, and uh, we'll uh, start with some boys basketball this time around. We'll do boys first. You are at the game of the century or at least that's the way we were hyping it on Wednesday. Turns out that uh, of the sheriffs in town, one is uh, a little bit better than the other. Uh, one is a lot better than the other, and that's no disrespect to Armada. Um, when I called you on the way back, I go, Dennis, like, this team is that good. Croslex just pummeled Armada 55-33. That's including only four points in the fourth quarter from the Pioneers. Remember against Brown City how Hunter Soper only scored two points? They did just fine. This time, Tyler Johnson had an off night. He only scored five. And I believe, excuse me, I believe he started one of 11 shooting from the field. And he was just absolutely 
Um, well, the Carl's Lecture is absolutely dominant. Jake Townsend hit five three-pointers. Hunter Soper had 19. Townsend with 21. And in the first half, Armada had 17 points. 11 of them came from the free throw line. So they start because Armada's a big team. We talked yes. about it. Armada's got a lot of size, and you mm-hmm. figure that's where their advantage is at both ends of the court, that they probably block shots, disrupt shots, get all the rebounds, and are dominant in the post. But Croslex doesn't really let you get into the post. No. They don't they let people are into the paint. Mothering defensively. It was it was unbelievable. Actually, for the game, Armada only scored eight field goals. I mean again, that's two I, a quarter. Again, and and we're and and talking to to other people like the, some people feel like well our Armada won't lose any other games in the yeah. league this year. Yeah, that's kind of the sentiment going around. But I mean, just just look at this game. Look at the numbers. Again, Jake Townsend with twenty one, Hunter Soper with nineteen. But it's Cross Lex's defense that is the reason why they go. And think about this. The last two games, Hunter Soper didn't score against Brown City. Tyler Johnson didn't really score against Armada. What happens when all three of them are clicking on a night? What ha- like, I don't think, as crazy as it seems, at least offensively, I don't think we've seen an A game from Croslex. I think Jake Townsend is one of the more hidden secrets. I think he's the number one scoring option on a lot of teams in the area. Well, I think you can say that about three or four of their guys. I mean, obviously, Soper is Johnson. everyone's number one option. Yeah, obviously, Johnson playing anywhere else um, is, is the guy who's going to get the ball in most situations. The, I, I, I guess uh, unless you go to Northern where they have Jameson. Right. Every, Maybe Marysville with DeMarco Singleton. Yeah, Maybe. but, but, but don't, don't, you, don't you think in, in that situation, and again, I'm not – saying anything because I love DeMarco Singleton mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'm, actually, I'm actually surprised he doesn't score 25 points a game. I'll be <laughs> honest about it. And I, and I think if they wanted him to, he could. Yeah, if there was less talent around him. Yeah, um, but I think like he might almost be the other guy if Tyler Johnson were there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> Cross Lex is just stacked and a guy that I thought played well, he only had four points. But as a sophomore, Trey Kolakovic does a very good job of manning the point. He flies around defensively. He just he looks very poised out there. He can make the offense go. And he he's not going to put up a bunch of gaudy numbers because of everyone around him, but he does a really good job distributing the basketball, does a really nice job of getting players where they need to go. And, yeah, he, he's a nice point guard for them. And, again, he's only a sophomore. So running with a team that has that much senior talent, that's kind of impressive. All right. So d- do the Pioneers get you? I mean, Elmont and Emily City played uh, the same night. They played on Wednesday night. And, again, 73-65. So these two teams like to run and gun and score. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, for Emily City, they got to 65. And for the first time this season, Lewis didn't score in double figures. Mm-hmm. He only had, I think, seven points in the game, but they got 12 from Tolly and 12 from Lou. But uh, Joey Sable, 27 points for uh, Almont. Charlie Koenig had 14, and uh, Logan Walton had uh, 10. So, I mean, interesting be- because in in baseball, we always say good pitching beats good hitting. 
uh, in basketball? Is Croslex's smothering defense going to slow these two teams yes. that like to run? Yes. Here's the thing. There are a lot of really good teams that have gone through this area. You look at some of the St. Clair teams um, that have been good. Port Huron Northern last year was a good team. Marysville's had some good squads go through there. This team is on another level. Like, there's district championship caliber, and I think Marysville, Armada, and maybe Almont and Emily City all are district championship caliber teams. Croslex is above and beyond how good these teams are. You would have thought Armada was a JV team the way Croslex was pressing them and pressuring them. Croslex is in such better shape than everyone they play. They smother them, and then they are able to run down the court and get the shot off and still be able to come back and just wear you down defensively. They are on, like, again, the way that some people talk about the Zulofs and that team from Port here on high from, what was it, like 84 or something or the late 80s maybe, they will talk about Croslex in the same light in 20 years. They are that good. Dennis, I'm telling you, I'm sad you don't get to watch them on Saturday because now they play Gross Point North because of the snow out on Tuesday instead of Port here on Northern. When you see them, you will understand why they are touted the way they are. They are the type By the of time team. I see them, they're going to be resting everybody for the district. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, you know when we go and see – I'm going to see the JV team because the game's not going to matter because next week is the districts and they don't want to get anybody hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know how when we see in football a team come up here like De La Salle and you go, wow, they're really good. Like, that's another level. This Cross-Lex team is another level. I've seen them the past two games, and it's just the fact that they don't rely on one or two guys. They let the offense flow. The way their backside rotation on defense – is like they, it's just instinct to them. They'll trap, boom, they rotate. There's and even when they break the uh, Armada breaks the press, I think they get back and recover quick enough. You don't get easy layups against them. You earn every single point. The most points they've given up this year through their first four games, I think, is 35 points. And Armada is a good basketball team. They have talented players. They just couldn't do anything. Caleb Sutton is nice. Uh, Connor McKenzie is a good player. Andrew Sneezak, he's a sophomore. He's a nice player for Armada. They just couldn't do anything. Like, their offense, the, the two times I've seen Cross-Lex play, the other team's offense is pass around the perimeter and hope they get an open look for three. You can't get it inside. All right, sticking with uh, boys basketball, you saw Mary Still and Portier and High last night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we've liked the Vikings from the get-go. Uh, they beat the Big Reds 45-31. to uh, 31. Where do you want to start in this one? Well, let's start with I think Marysville is similar in style to Croslex. Defensively, they do the same thing. They pack the paint, don't let anything get in there. You're going to have to shoot to beat them. Port Huron did not shoot well at all. They hit one three, and they probably went close to one of 20 from three. Could not hit anything from downtown. Again, Marysville's defense. We talked about Croslex. Marysville's been putting up pretty good defensive numbers. They gave up nine points in the first quarter. They then gave up the first five points of the second quarter and then went on a 14-0 run. So it was 
It was 14 to 9 in the first quarter, 14 to 5 in the second quarter. They gave up 4 points in the third and then when the backups and they were in garbage time gave up 12 points in the fourth. Gave up 31 total points. Marysville has a very good defense. They are able to kind of do the same things Cross Lex can just it's for Cross Lex it's been the same group doing it for 3 years. Now it's Marysville that's done it for about a year and a half. DeMarco Singleton had 17 points, 9 of 10 shooting from the free throw line. Larry Smayfield hit two threes and ended up with 12 points. Uh, Ethan Balon finished with 12 for the Big Reds. Jaden Ashford with 10. But besides those two, besides Ashford and Balon, three shots from the field went in for Port here on high. You got to have more scoring than that. You have to be able to shoot better than the Big Reds did last night, and that's why you ended up with a 45-31 game. All right. Uh, Northern beat Cousineau, 72-45. Tyler Jamison, 18 points, five rebounds, six assists. That's it. So basically a night off for him. (laughs) Yeah, right? That's many career highs for a lot of kids. And we're like, oh, all right, I guess that's fine. Uh, And McNeil, 18 points, seven rebounds. I'm telling you. Uh, Jameson is is great and deserving of all the talk that we give him, but I've said from the beginning, as McNeil goes, the Huskies will go. Mm -hmm. Because, again, you can have one guy score 40 points, but if you score 50 as a team, it doesn't matter. And McNeil is going to be a big key, and you're still looking for that depth scoring, looking for someone to, to show up and give us 10 to 15 points in a night to really show up for Northern and give us that third kind of person that is a scoring option. Haven't seen that yet, and that's something that we probably would have had to see from them had they played Croslax. But quietly, though, the, the Huskies are you know under the, under the headlights of all uh, the Croslax and Marysville. I don't know talk. how under the headlights they are when you have uh, someone putting up damn near 40 points i know but but they're winning games and and they're they're getting it done yeah and you get to see them saturday so first time we see the boys huskies in action yeah uh so i'm I'm looking forward to that i'm just again i'm looking forward to 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 jameson because i i that star quality you know that's fun yes And, and and then you realize how young he is yes like, we're comparing him to guys on Croslex and Marysville who are seniors and have been on varsity for three or four years. This is his second year on varsity. Yeah, so we, we, we get to see him for a little while longer, too, so that'll be fun. Rough night for St. Clair last night. They lost to Lakeshore 74-34. to Colin Zimmer had 11. Uh, Cam uh, Bleasdale with nine points, and Hunter Richardson had six for the, uh, the Saints, but uh, they uh, fall to uh, Lakeshore. And, again, the Saints – kind of uh, in a, a rebuild uh, as our Marine City. Uh, that was the quote of the night, the, the one that you sent me from Coach Frent. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Marine City lost its center line for, or two center line, 49 to 46. Uh, and and what, what did he, he say? Uh, because Connor Allum is out with an injury. And he, yeah, and he said, be out for a while. With Connor, we're small. Without oh. Connor, we're the smallest team on earth. <laughs> in America, yeah. Yeah, so, the smallest team in America. So, yeah, they have – I mean – you lose one of your better players, and now you're just trying to kind of scrap and claw uh, for the Mariners. It's going to be tough for them, uh, but, you know, they'll do what they can. And uh, Trent Rice with 23 last night for Mooney. They finally get their first win because they're not playing, like, Cass Tech. <laughs> they beat Genesee Christian 46 to uh, 34. New Haven was a winner over Gross Point North 61 to 58. 
Um, Sandusky just plays close ball games. They lost in overtime. Harbor Beach got them 48-40. to uh, Brown City finally stopped Memphis. 62-49 was the score in that one. Uh, and Peck uh, all over Carsonville port Sandlack. 56-14 to 14 to round out the uh, boys' basketball scores from uh, games that were reported last night. All right, so, well, we're starting to kind of figure out where everything shakes out a little bit more. I'm, I'm still a little lost on a few things, and we'll talk about one of those things um, after the uh, break when we get into the girls' basketball games that we have uh, seen so far uh, in the uh, week around the area. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, and uh, we'll talk uh, some girls basketball now, and we'll go back to uh, uh, Wednesday night because uh, that's uh, when I uh, saw a, uh, a basketball game that really threw me off, Brady. All right, when the week started, I thought Marine City was going to be a team that we would focus a lot on in girls basketball this year. I, I mm-hmm. thought that they had a solid lineup. But they are in such a shooting funk right now. They scored 67 points their first game of the season. And then, okay, I rode off Monday against St. Clair because Boehm was so dominant. And it's a rivalry game. That's always, that's always tough. But uh, like they had the same issues in Marysville on Wednesday night. They can't hit a shot to save their life right now and and it's good players it's good players who aren't scoring baskets for them right now and and it's it's just been been tough uh they scored 19 points wednesday against marysville four in the first quarter five in the second four in the third and six in the fourth um they only made two shots their highest scoring quarter they only made two shots they got two three-pointers um, from Olivia Volkman in, in the fourth uh, quarter. Th- this They were up 9-6 to six with about three minutes to go in the first half. Yeah. And then Marysville scored the next 16 points in Ooh. the game. It was only 10-9 to nine at halftime, and in the second half, Marysville outscored them 37-10. to 21-4 in the third 16 to 6 in the fourth. Caitlin Kane finished with 20 points. She had four points at halftime. And then she just went off. She figured out in the second half that she could get into the paint, driving, she could drive, penetrate into the paint, and get easy baskets. And she just kept doing it. And they didn't have an answer for her. Um, they couldn't stop her. And then uh, some of the uh, other girls from Marysville started to realize that they could do things like that uh, too. And all of a sudden, Natalie Husson scored some big baskets and finished with six points. Um, Megan Winston had a good game with uh, seven points. But for Marine City right now, they just look dejected. Like, like I watched their body language, and they are frustrated. They can't make a shot. Jeff Austin picked up a, a tee on, on Wednesday night, uh, and, and yeah, the, the official made a bad call, but it's, it's one of those things where if, if, if you're winning, if you're making shots, if, if you're scoring, if you're doing you, the things you, let you, it think go you can do, yeah, you, you don't go after the ref the way you went after the ref. That's it, just frustration. It's like, right. okay, you screwed up. And I'm angry. I'm taking it out on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes you, you got to have that. I mean, maybe you're just trying to get players motivated. Who knows? But, yeah, a little disappointing from the Mariners so far. And I'll see them tonight when they take on Warren Fitzgerald, hopefully try to get off the schneid tonight. Yeah, I've just been very surprised because I do think that that's a good team with good players. Um, Chloe Austin has three points in two games this week. Um, she normally gets that in one shot. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Layla Comment is another one. Um, Ferone, 
uh, the Volkman girls, uh, Laboon. I mean, I, they've got some good players. They're just it's it's a horrible shooting slump right now. And we wondered where Marysville was going to get its points. And through the first half of that game, I was still wondering because they only had ten points. Uh, and then Kane went off, and like maybe that's the breakout game for Caitlin Kane. Give her some and, confidence, and, and yeah, and she becomes that player that we were wondering about. For uh, Marysville, you know, who, who when they need it, that's the person that they can that they can go to uh, and uh, try to get uh, baskets from. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the Vikings. I mean, we're going to see where the Vikings really stack up in the Matt Gold. All of a sudden, you know, at the beginning of the week, we weren't quite sure what Friday would be. Marysville versus St. Clair, thinking, all right, well, I mean, this might it's a rivalry game, so you don't know. But all of a sudden, now you're maybe this is for the Matt Gold. This is going to be a big conference game now for both teams. Yeah. Um, so Kane with 20, Megan Winston with seven, Natalie Husson had six for Marysville, Olivia Volkman with six points, uh, Jocelyn Dietlin had four points, and Isabella Volkman three points for uh, Marine City. Uh, how about Northern? They beat Dakota, and they, they hammered Dakota by 18, 53-35. Uh, so Dakota's maybe down a little bit, but this is still this is a win that y- you talk about. This yeah. is a confidence win 100%. for Northern. 100% it is. I mean, I don't care if Dakota's good, bad, or indifferent. That's still a tough team to beat. That's still a school pulling 3,000 kids. Yeah, that's... Yeah, they might be a little down, but good. You took care of business on a down team, doing what they need to do, and especially a bounce back after a tough uh, game against PH earlier in the week. Um, in that game, Allie Shagney, 22 points and eight rebounds, so she's kind of breaking loose now. Yeah, got kind of. I mean, she didn't struggle to score, but she, that's what we were expecting from her. Didn't get it on Monday, and now she's uh, – yeah, that's a very nice performance from the senior. Natalia Singleton added eight. Um, St. Clair beat Sterling Heights on Wednesday, 61-22. to uh, I'm disappointed we didn't get the stats for these games because Bohm had 25 on Monday, mm-hmm. and if they scored 61 points against Sterling Heights, you know she was over 20. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, probably again. She. It seems like when she gets going, it's like NBA Jam. She gets on fire and then just can't miss a shot. And the one thing that helps her out a lot, again, we talk about her because she puts up the points. Her teammates do a very good job. They are a very good passing team. They get her the ball in situations to succeed. Alexis Joshua, Sky Gottler, uh, Lore for them all do a good job getting her the ball when she's you know starting to get going. She doesn't just dribble up and go through everyone. She's not really a ball handler. She relies on her guards to get her the ball, and they do. And the other thing is when teams try to take her away, the other players do enough mm-hmm. to make you pay. Oh, yeah. You can't just leave them wide open. Um, they, they, will, they will go off, and you know, they, they, like you said, they do enough to make them that they are respectable uh, from the outside and driving the paint. And then again, when Christina Bohm gets going – St. Clair goes, and you'll get to see her again tonight. Uh, Anchor Bay girls are sneaky good. Keep an eye on them. They beat Utica Ford 53-27. And up in the thumb on Wednesday night, Ubley uh, beat the Snow, and they beat K-Pac 61-12. Oh, wow. Um, Last night we had a handful of girls' games as well. The Mooney girls got a 45-30 win over Landmark. North Branch beat Elmont in the BWAC 45-28. Bay City All Saints edges Carsonville Port Sandlac 33 Three to thirty, Kingston beat Peck sixty-eight twenty-four, and Deckerville uh, edges uh, Mayville thirty-seven to thirty in girls' basketball games that were played uh, last night. So we're we're kind of 
a couple weeks into this, uh, and in our uh, final segment, we'll uh, we'll talk about top five teams uh, in in the area. But is it any easier for you to, for you to pick? Because it's it's not for me. I'll be honest. It's not. For I me. mean, uh, girls, I think are harder than the boys right now. Um, I think there's a clear number one on both sides, but. Yeah, well, I would see how much we agree and disagree, and but well, you got to see your first hockey games last see, night. Yeah, I got to see uh, uh, the the first game, Marysville and Thumb Legion was actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like we added that to the the schedule kind of last second, and I'm kind of glad we did. First off, I'm going to tell you, if you're up in the Thumb, listening to our podcast, um, go play the Lotto and go play 340. Three four zero. Okay, first period. Logan Henry unassisted at three forty. Second period. Zach Kretschmer scored their second goal at three forty. <laughs> Is there a third one to round out the trifecta? No, because they only scored two. It was a two. Oh. two it ended up in a two-two tie. Um, it was a lot of fun. Thumb Legion got out to the two nothing lead. Uh, Braden Turner scored um, a McMorrin goal. What it hit the, off the Zamboni door? It hit the Zamboni doors and popped right in front of the net to him. And the goalie had no clue. Uh, and the puck was in the back of the net. Uh, and then in the third period, Logan Palmateer scored on a, a two on one where he had the puck. And I think the goalie was thinking he's passing it. He's passing it. So he kind of played the center of the net. Mm-hmm. And Palmateer beat him on the short side to tie the game fantastic overtime period and they play five on five in mm-hmm. high school it's a seven minute five on five period um and it was just uh chances at uh, both uh, ends uh tyler mckinney marysville's goalie unbelievable unbelievable how many saves did he end up with? you know i th- th- they didn't give shots on goal for gotcha. that game but um he made without exaggerating he made eight to nine saves in that game where I'm just like, what a save. You know, like I'm going going nuts in, in the broadcast. Spectacular. And uh, Tulaski at the other end, Drake Tulaski was the goalie for Thumb Legion. He probably had a half dozen where I'm like, unbelievable. He robbed uh, Jer- Nathan Jarrell three times in the game. So quick, Once in each period. Quick note before you continue, just before I forget. Uh, Lack's not able to play Algonac tonight in boys basketball. They'll be playing Gross Point North tomorrow um, down there. So okay. I just wanted to say that before I forgot. Continue. I'll see if I can find any the stats from the Marysville game. It looks like um, McKinney had 30 saves uh, last night. Yeah, and, and probably a third of them were spectacular. Were like high pressure. saves. Like, how did he get in front of that? How did he make that? that save and then at the at the end of overtime after it'd been a lot of pressure on him marysville had an opportunity uh and uh, myers connor myers hit the crossbar oh uh, <laughs> and so it was uh it was kind of a wild finish and an appropriate i know a lot of people out there you don't like ties mm-hmm. appropriate that that game ended in the tie last night because neither of those teams deserve to lose well how was the uh the new mcmorin with the upgrades. Um, the, the lighting is, is really bright on the ice, but there is a contrast. From the broadcast booth, there's a contrast with those dark seats. Yeah. Now, when there's bodies in them, because obviously under the COVID um, rules, you know, the other side of the rink was, was empty. Right. What fans were there were behind the benches, so on my side. But so that, that kind of 
throws it off a little bit because it is dark it takes a to look at ease. those seats. But, if but there's, it's beautiful in there. It's, yeah. They've done such a nice job, um, and, and, and it's and I just it's wanted so to nice. get your first thoughts with an actual hockey game being played in there. Yeah. No, it, it, it was fun. Game two was Northern uh, Port here in high, and it was a lot of what I expected. What I'm going to say about the, the, the Big Reds, and this is important, is they finally got numbers in that program. Like, they have a roster of 20 kids, and that makes them instantly competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and they've got a couple of, of kids that are decent players. Good means a, a, a good player. They're, they're top line, and they didn't have Carson Brown last night, who I think is a good player, too. Uh, they've got the McLeod boys on the back end, um, and they, too, they have a really good goalie. Elijah Jones is a good goalie. He made 41 saves last night. But it's in the last few years, you watch the Big Reds play, and they have two, three kids on the bench some nights where you couldn't even make a complete change. Yeah, like you, that's tough. Uh, and and it's hard to compete when that's your situation. And they've built that program back up. They've got the kids interested in playing, and they've, they've got a group out there. Um, and they're doing a, a really good uh, job, and that's why in, in the past this game's thirteen to nothing. Mm-hmm. Now it's six to two. In a couple of years, look out. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. I mean, you get the kids out there, you start to build a little momentum. I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day, so getting numbers out there is kind of the first step. Getting kids interested, hopefully, it keeps the snowball rolling. And yeah, you know, to be honest, I was kind of expecting you to say it was a two-period game, and no, you went the distance. Uh, and Northern's big line uh, is is just red hot right now. The puck is following Logan O'Flanagan wherever he goes. Um, he, he can't go to a wrong spot right now. Um, he was standing in the high slot on the first goal he scored, and the puck got thrown up the middle right to him, and he snaps it under the crossbar. Perfect shot. Bang. His second goal, Ethan Fye on a two-on-one. Fye shoots the puck, misses the net completely, hits the end boards, right out to where Logan O'Flanagan is standing with a half-empty net to shoot the puck uh, into. Uh, and, and his third goal, uh, uh, again, the he gets it out in the slot, and there's all kinds of traffic. You're wondering how the puck even gets through to the net without hitting something along the way and getting blocked. He's just – everything he does right now ends up in a goal. He had five points last night. Um, Cam Barless, one of my favorite players all time, um, because he plays twice his size. He's a Tyler Bertuzzi with better hands, uh, and he had a goal and three assists um, last night. Tim Monahan, a young player, got to play with the big boys, uh, and he had a goal and an assist, and Nick Robbins had a goal and an assist back on the uh, the blue line. Um, so uh, the, the Huskies are playing good right now. They're 3-0-1 after that uh, win, and, and they were still, you, you could tell, talking to, to some of the, the parents and the people that follow them, uh, they were still sky high over the Cranbrook win, oh, going down that. to Cranbrook and winning that game in overtime. So they're really excited right now about the, the way they're playing hockey. Um, and uh, they had 47 shots last night. And, you know, it was one nothing after one and 3-1 to one going into the third, but there was really never any doubt that the Huskies were in control. Gotcha. So, I mean – yeah, hopefully Port here and I can continue to build and get better as the year goes on. And I mean, Northern, is, yeah, you can ride a good line and a good goalie pretty far in high school hockey. Uh, by the way, uh, another point on Marysville, they had been off the ice for like 12 days, had one practice, and then played Anchor Bay 
uh, on uh, Wednesday and Thumb Legion on Thursday. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, you could tell that as it went along, they were getting better and better. It was like 358 days since their last game. Yeah. So and they did lose that Anchor Bay game the other night, four to one, and Aiden Minesburg had the goal in that one, and he was really good for them last night too. All right, good to get some hockey in the mix now. Yeah, about time. So now to make I'm sure the most agreeable segment coming up, we're going to rank the top five teams in the area in boys and girls basketball. Well, we're going to try. Also, quick note for those who are also hockey fans while we're on the su- subject: Port Huron Prowlers start their season tonight. They're in Elmira. Um, you can probably watch on Alma- the Elmira Enforcers YouTube channel. So if after you're done, you'll like their guys because they'll be re- uh, really fair to the Port Huron guys. <laughs> It might be a little slanted in favor of Elmira <laughs> if you listen to it. So, um, but no. Uh, I wonder how many minutes uh, Ahmed Mafus will play despite his lifetime suspension for yeah. the league. Don't be surprised if the the power plays are like ten to one in favor of Elmira. But just in case you wanted to watch a little hockey tonight, Prowlers take on Elmira. I believe it's going to be a seven o'clock puck drop. Um, so if after you're done with high school ho- or high school basketball, you want to watch the third period, something for you to do. They play Saturday as well, same time. All right, uh, we'll take a break and then we'll come back with our uh, our top fives. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. 
TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit TPLogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Stuckey and uh, Brady uh, Beaton uh, with uh, Get Stuck On Sports, the Tri-County Equipment Podcast. And uh, ugh, with trepidation, Do you want to start with the boys the or the girls? Segment. Um, whatever you want. Let's start with the girls because I think that one's the more the tougher one. Really, so, I I had an easier time picking girls than I did. Boys. Really, okay, or so, at least putting like uh, an order to things. All right, start with number five and tell me. Uh, yeah, start with your number five team. Who's your fifth best girls team in the area? Okay, so at, at number five because I wanted to represent a, a team from the BWAC because I didn't have anyone in my top four from the BWAC. And and the the problem with the BWAC is is that there's four good teams at the top really fighting it out. And there's actually a big game tonight in the BWAC between Imlay City and Armada because you got Imlay City's 3 and 1, Armada's 3 and 1, North Branch is 4 and 1. Uh Yale hasn't played as many games but but they're 2 and 1 and uh, they beat Armada already. In, in head-to-head play. So you can see it's pretty jumbled there. But I'm going to go with MLA City. The Lady Spartans are off to a 3-1 and one start. Um, their average margin uh, for a win is 13 points. They're scoring 54.5 points a game. Um, they're giving up 41 points a game, but that's skewed because they paid, played uh, Bay City John Glenn in the first game and gave up 60 points. And they've been crushing everybody else that they've played in BWAC play. So I'm going to go with MLA City as my number five team. So at number five, I think this team can rise pretty quickly, but I have to put St. Clair at number five. Um, they've played well. They're three and one. Their one lone loss was to Northern. I don't believe they've won a game away from their gymnasium yet. Um, so I'd like to see a little more. They beat Marysville tonight. That'll go a long way of moving them up. But a five, but with a lot of room to improve. Give me St. Clair at five. Dennis, who do you put at four? I like that St. Clair pick. Um, I'm going to tease out. I didn't put St. Clair there, an honorable mention for me. Okay. I, like you say, they beat Marysville tonight, and they're probably a top five team in the area. My number four team, uh, and a lot of this has because the first time I saw them, I didn't like them. Um, but then they were playing a pretty good team. Um, but I like Northern right now. I think that win against Dakota is the win that gets Northern going, and I'm going to put the Huskies right now at number four. Uh, and they did beat the Saints, which was another reason why 
I like Norton. See, I, I had to – on my girls, I have a lot of, like, crossing out arrows, pointing in other directions. Um, so I finally did settle at Port here on Northern at four. Their game against Port here on high was very disappointing. It was a nice bounce-back win with Dakota. I had to slot them in over St. Clair, at least for now, because they did win the head-to-head matchup, even though they're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, I think Anchor Bay and Port here on high are pretty good teams. But Northern is sitting in at four. I want to see them kind of string a few wins together. All right, no, number three, um, this is maybe one that flies under the radar for you, but Sandusky is 4-1. and one. Al DeMott's girls, all they do is win. He's got 9,842 victories now or whatever it is. It's it's ridiculous. But Sandusky is being Sandusky. They're off to a 4-1 and one start up in the uh, thumb. Uh, so they're my number three team right now. So number three for me in girls basketball, um, this team won a district title last year. Uh, they're 3-1 and one this year. They're your number five team. I put Emily City up in the top three. Their one loss was the Bay City John Glenn. That's a school that's usually pretty good at most everything. So I'm going to forgive their one loss. And until they lose in BWAC play, I think I'm going to keep them up here. Uh, again, it's hard to tell because there's not a lot of cross-contamination with the BWAC girls right now and the, the MAC schools. So Emily City slots in at number three. Originally I had them at four, and I flip-flopped them in Northern. Um, their one loss is a good loss, so I put them up at number three. Spartans uh, crack the top three for me. All right. Uh, my number two team is uh, Anchor Bay. I've seen Anchor Bay. Um, I, I like uh, their basketball team. I like Genevieve Decker. I think she's a really good uh, player. Um, and I think they're, they're a dangerous team. They're a team that I don't want to play in a one-game elimination. They, they might not be, like, uh, on a night-to-night basis as good as some of the, the better teams. But in a, in a one-game situation, I'd be leery of that team, so I put Anchor Bay at number two right now. I also put Anchor Bay at two. I haven't seen them play. Their lone loss, the Lions Cruise North. They also beat Port here on high, so I'm assuming the Crusaders are a pretty darn good team. Um, yeah, for every reason you said, Anchor Bay has been uh, – they dominated Northern. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Tars at number two, and I think we both know who number one is. Yeah, number one, and I don't care what their record is, number one right now is Port here in – Hi, they play the toughest schedule. They have the deepest lineup. They are the best team. Um, and, and I hope that uh, Emma Tremblay is not hurt. But you know what? If she is, they'll get by without her for a while Yeah, because I believe, they have depth. Yeah, I believe I saw her um, at the game last night, the Port here on High Marysville game. It looked like she was in a boot. So I'd imagine she's out for at least a little while. Um, but even without, them, they, without her, she still plays. They still play really well. Becky Gilbert has that team playing team-oriented basketball. So, yeah, they're the best girls team in the area until really proven otherwise. And losing to Lons Cruz North, I don't think really proves that the other teams are better. All right, you want to go to the boys? Yeah, the, the boys who, was a lot tougher Who do you want? Me. Do you want me to start or do you want to start? You can start. All right, so number five, I'm going to give this team a little bit of a pass. I'm going to put Armada at five. I think they're a good basketball team. I think that they played Croslex, who is head and shoulders better than any other team in this area. And I think they just kind of got taken. They, 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 Croslex took them to town. Let's call it what it was. I still think they're a good team. I still think if they play 50, I don't know how many games are on their schedule. They play 15, they win 11 or 12. I'm not going to let one game against a very talented uh, Croslex team 
influenced me too much. So I did slot them in at five. I did punish them a little. I know on Wednesday I said, had they won that game, they would probably be number one in my rankings. So they lost, and they weren't as close as I wanted them to be, so they are number five for me at two and one. Yeah, I've got Armada at uh, number uh, five kind of uh, uh, by default at this. I don't think there's anybody that I left off the list that's better than them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, right now, the, the Crosslex game leaves a little bit of a bitter taste, but I still think that's a good basketball team. So, yeah, I've got Armada at number five. At four, I have my second BWAC team, Almont's 4-0. They are putting up seemingly 100 points a night. <laughs> they beat Emily City. If Emily City won that game, I think this is where the Spartans would be slotted in. Um, I don't know how – I mean, let's see Almont when they play Crosslex if they're putting up 60 points a night. Um, against the Pioneers, but for now, the Raiders 4-0, an impressive start. Their offense is clicking. They're at number four. You know, I did the same thing here. This is going to be odd if if we match because I was completely confused on boys basketball. I really was. Um, but, yeah, I've got Elmont at, at number four. Emily City was my team in, in that three-team group that got left out this time around. But, like you said, had they won the Elmont game, they would be in there instead of Elmont, but uh, Elmont scoring points, and until somebody stops them from scoring points and somebody beats them, you got to have them in the top five, I think. Oh, 100%. And just a quick note, their Elmont schedule coming up. They play North Branch and Richmond before they finally meet Armada on February 24th. They have Armada and Crosslex back-to-back in the same week. So we'll learn a lot about the Raiders here in the upcoming weeks. Number three... I put the uh, this is probably the strug- biggest struggle I had between two and three. At number three, I had Port here on Northern. I real obviously Tyler Jameson is, if at worst, the second best player in the area. He is. They are very good. Ryan McNeil puts up points. He's doing it very consistently to start this year through their first three games. The only reason I put them at three is I'm waiting for a little bit of depth. What happens if Tyler Jameson has a little bit of an off night against a good team? What if Ryan McNeil can't get 12, 15 points? Who's going to step up for them? That's what I need to see before I can put them any higher. And I think the teams above them have more depth. They are able to have one of their better players have an off night and still be successful. Well, I put Northern at number three myself. Um, my reasoning was is because I think my one and two teams are my one and two teams. So Northern had to slot in at three. All right. So I'm assuming your number two team, like me, is going to be Marysville. Um, the Vikings at three and zero have won every, all three games by double digits. They, I don't, I don't want to say this. When I say this, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. But they remind me of like Crosslex Light. Like they play very similar basketball. I think on paper, Crosslex has more talent. I think that's obvious. They have probably two or three college basketball players on that team. They play both very tenacious defense, they both fly around, and they both really are winning games defensively. It's just Crosslex has an ability to score better than Marysville does. Uh, they're at three. I think if they played Northern, Jamison, yeah, Jamison might get his, but I don't know who else will. Last night, Evan Woodard had one point, and Marysville still won by 14. That's where I'm talking about, hey, one of the guys you usually expect to get 10 points kind of disappeared. That's fine. He still handled the ball fairly well. They still won handily. Marysville at number two. 
Yeah, again, I like Mary, so I like teams that have depth. Um, if Singleton doesn't get you, and most nights he does, uh, Smayfield gets you. Uh, and if Smithfield doesn't get you, Woodard gets you. And if Woodard doesn't get you, um, you know, I like uh, Holberg. I, I mean, he's uh, come off the bench in both games I've been at and hit a couple threes. Yeah, I, I like Holberg. I, I like uh, Nagin. Uh, I mean, they, they've got guys really that even haven't even put up any kind of numbers yet but haven't needed to because they're playing such good defense. And Singleton and Smithfield have produced basically in every game so far. Yeah. I mean, they're 3-0. and they're going to play Sterling Heights. They should win that game Saturday. Uh, still waiting for a, really a gut check game from them. And, a, of course, number one, with a bullet. This could be the top five teams of my lifetime, and I think Croslex would still be at number one. <laughs> They're that good. Um, I think they are head and shoulders. Like, the gap between two and one, I think, is bigger than the gap between two and five. I'm going to say Memphis just to blow your mind, but no, no. it's Crosslex. Yes, you, though the Yellow Jackets are undefeated. I mean, well, they I, suffered their first loss. Oh, last did night, they? But. So, yeah, Memphis though. Uh, yeah, no, they're not Crosslex. No, nobody's Crosslex apparently. And again, I, I haven't seen them yet. The snow stole away my chance to see them. This Maybe week, we'll have to but. rework the schedule. Maybe we'll see if we can get them against. Uh, Almont well, yeah, MLA I want to look and, and see what's going on tonight when they play uh, Elmont, uh, and maybe we can add that. Yeah, do a little rearranging because I did uh, – to be honest with you, be honest, did not expect Almont or uh, Emily City to be as good as they are, especially Almont. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I knew Emily City wasn't a bad team, but I didn't group them in with the big boys, uh, and we might have to before it's all said. Yeah, um, so – yeah. Uh, so so we, interestingly, we we agree totally on the boys, yeah. and I really like. I looked at the boys, and I'm like, I don't know what I want to do with this. But uh, Croslex number one, Marysville number two, Northern number three. We both agree. Elmont number four, and Armada number five, right now. Any honorable mentions? Anybody like? Because uh, because uh, the other thing about it, like, how good is Mooney? They that's what I was such a say. tough schedule. Like if Cardinal Mooney had played. Marysville schedule had they played Anchor Bay and then Marine City and then Port here on high I think Mooney's could be two and one I think they're a good team but it's hard to judge and at the end of the day you have to judge a team by what they've done they're one and four granted tough schedule but you haven't beat any of the big teams you've played Again, the payoff's going to come for them in the playoffs, but for now, we have to judge them as a one-in-four basketball team. And then uh, with the ladies, we were a little different. You have St. Clair in your top five. I have Sandusky in my top five. Yeah, I went Port Huron High 1, Anchor Bay 2, Northern – excuse me, MLA City 3, Northern 4, St. Clair 5. And I had uh, PH at 1, Anchor Bay at 2, Sandusky at 3, Northern at 4, and MLA City at 5. Um, yeah, and – We'll learn a little bit more about where everything shakes out, I think. If, if Marysville knocks off St. Clair tonight, I think you start to talk about them because maybe we judge them a little too harshly with their first game against a angry Port Huron High team. And if they come out and knock off St. Clair, okay. Vikings just played a buzzsaw in their opening game. Well, isn't it interesting what a half will do? Because for a game and a half, I just looked at it and I'm like, how is Marysville going to score enough points to win this year? And then, boom, that's how. Yeah, so. 
All right, well, hopefully we don't get people too upset with our top five. Oh, that's what they're there for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're there to make haters. Yeah, so <laughs> we agree on number one, which was the only spot we didn't agree on during football season. We were off the whole year yeah. with that. And uh, boys and girls basketball, we agree number one is Crosslex for the boys, Port Huron High for the girls. Because I just think right now it, it's kind of clear cut. I do too. Um, all right, uh, tonight um, I will be in Marysville. Been in Marysville a lot this week. Yeah, we have. It's going to be four straight days. In uh, actually, all five days we would have been in. Mar- would it have been? Where were you Monday? Uh, Monday I was in St. Clair. Clair. Okay, so four straight days. I would have been in Anchor Bay on Tuesday. So, yeah. but I'm going to be Wednesday there on Saturday. Saturday two girls <laughs> games, two boys games, because we'll be back there Saturday. So tonight you have what? Marysville, St. Clair. Marysville, St. Clair at Marysville and Stream girls. Stream one, 7 p.m. tip. I'll be in Marine City for Warren Fitzgerald against the Mariners. Uh, again, a 7 p.m. tip on Stream 2. We have a triple header on Saturday. I'll start it off 1 p.m. at Port here on High. They take on the Lakeview Huskies. That They're going to have to bounce back. That's another good team yep. in the Silver now Bronze. That's the makeup from the Tuesday game. Mm-hmm. You have your makeup from Tuesday and. Anchor Bay. Anchor Bay. So that should be, I think the Huskies will handle business there. And I will be uh, finishing the night off in Marysville at 7 p.m. Marysville takes on Sterling Heights. Now, I know last night I said Richmond. We got a text before the show. They're back playing Sterling Heights. And before we get going, do you have the picks that we did so far this week? You know, I don't know where I wrote those down, but I know we were wrong about a few. Yeah, I know we both got we, the we were off Marine on, City on game Marine wrong. City this week uh, twice. Yes, so I think we got all the no. You picked uh, no. You picked Port Huron High to beat Lakeview, so that game will be played Saturday. That game will be played Saturday. All right. Do you have anything else? Let me just let me just double check here, and uh, and real quick and look over what, what day was Monday. Monday was the I don't know fifteenth. Yeah. So let's see. Marine City, St. Clair. Uh, we, we both, both took Marine City, City, so we're both 0 and 1. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got the boy. We got the other game right. Port, we both picked Port here on High to beat Northern. Yep. So we're, we were 1 and 1. We got Two, snowed out on Tuesday. Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, I had Marine City beating Marysville, so I'm 1 and 2. I was also 1 and 2. Uh, and we both had cross legs yep. over Armada. Mm hmm. So we're sitting at 500. So, so we're, we're a couple of uh, knuckleheads. Uh, let's see. Last night, well, we, we didn't have Marysville Thumb Legion. It would have been uh, a tie anyway. On there, so it would have been a tie anyways. But uh, we both had Northern beating PH in hockey. Mm-hmm. And in basketball, we uh, both had uh, Marysville winning that game. So we're at 4-2 and two going so into Friday. We are at 4-2 and two going into the Friday I had games. Marysville to beat St. Clair. And I think you have PH to beat Lakeview. That's where we differ the rest of the week. Okay. All right. But it's all even right now. We're, we're equally knuckleheads. Eh, four and two is not awful. It's not great. No. Anyway. It's not great because I, I looked at it at the beginning of the week, and I looked at it and I said that one of us could have a perfect week this week. <laughs> nope. I told you there was going to be some games that we did not expect. We got two of them, so. All right. You have anything else before we're done? No, I'm good. All right, cool. Sounds good. All right, so basketball tonight and uh, tomorrow, and we'll have another podcast for you coming up on Monday. Enjoy the weekend. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.